Hey everyone, it's Daryl Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's so frustrating sometimes, right? Well, opening infected email attachments, downloading music, and games can slow down your computer. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor, and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet clutter, and even remove viruses, and MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hello, BCs. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, and it looks like AfterBuzz was crazy enough to give me my very own show. Not really. Actually, Laura Nickerson is out of town right now, so it's me holding down the fort. And if you notice this song, it might sound familiar if you're a Fast and the Furious fan. The reason I picked this song, actually, is because I feel like, even though this song is a little bit different from tonight's Beauty and the Beast episode, it gave me a real Fast and the Furious vibe. Even, like, from the beginning, I'm used to very slow, somber songs. And it was super upbeat, and cats running red lights and escaping the law, even though she is the law i don't know that's that's where the theme of this song came from now as far as tonight's show my theme that i've chosen for this is spilling beans i feel like this entire show everybody was spilling everybody else's beans for them if you will just giving truth bombs when they shouldn't have been whether it be tess to heather or gabe in the precinct like everybody was telling everybody's business tonight really unnecessary anyhow first things first oh Tweet me. My phone reminded me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything else, and you are watching live, please feel free to tweet me and we can converse about this live on air. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, so we start off with Nicole Anderson making her debut back to Beauty and the Beast after exiting from Ravenswood. We knew it was going to happen. And here's my thing about her. And I have a picture that we can pull up of her beautiful girl and uh you know her character is that little sister slightly annoying um nosy everything else like that right here's the picture of her they bring her back looking like this you know and this is this very lovely conversation at the very end of the show can we go to our next picture please 
okay, I love this girl, but her haircut is killing me right now because even in season one, which I have a picture of that as well right after this, she has this beautiful long hair, but they give her these short bobby boy haircuts. But then when she was on Ravenswood, she looked like this. I should have another picture of her coming up. So why, I'm really confused as to why the CW, same network, but Beauty and the Beast insists on making her look, I don't know, I, I don't know. It's just me, I don't know why I'm so hung up on it, but she's between the dress and the haircut and everything else. I was a little annoyed with her. I get that she's little sister and she's exciting news and she's engaged, which P.S. was very quick, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, but she's always that little sister, that needy sister. And there's two sides of the story. How about that? Two sides of the story. Because here you've got Kat dealing with all this drama. And unfortunately, it's just bad timing. Like, Heather just comes in at bad moments. But when she does come in, it's like, you're leaving me again. Oh, I need you. Oh, tell me the truth. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a grown woman. And tell me this and tell me that. And blah, blah, blah. But then the one time Kat finally opens up to her sister... And I thought, aha, whoa. First of all, I couldn't believe that Catherine was so quick to tell her sister everything from the very, very beginning, from day one, episode one, when Vincent first saved her after her mother was killed. Like, she took it way back old school and just word vomited her whole year, basically. And Heather looked at her like, aha, seriously? I can't believe you're telling me this story. And so it's it's a shame because it, you could tell that Catherine had this very liberated feel, or at least I felt like she looked very liberated and excited to share her story. And for her little sister to just turn her down was a little disappointing. Uh, and my phone is going off, which hopefully that's good, good stuff. And you guys have questions for me. And if not, that's okay. I'll just keep talking because y'all know I'm really good at that. Anyway, going back to my theory on everybody spilling the beans. Tess. Tess spilled the beans on Catherine. She had no right, in my opinion, and Catherine was okay with it at the end, but she had no right to just tell Heather right off the bat, you don't tell a young girl, your sister's dating a fugitive, and think that the young girl is going to say, oh, okay, tell me more, and I can rationalize. No, she freaked out and left the building and, of course, went to find Cat. I saw that one coming. So that's beans number one. From the rest of the show, I'm just going to scream beans when this happens because there's a good three solid times so going back to the show i felt like with heather it was reliving season one as far as the hey let's talk hey i gotta go hey let's talk hey i'm leaving you again oh by the way and i have to lie to you a lot more because i can't tell you the truth so that's my whole thing on that um what else i wanted to talk about small note we go and we see Catherine and we see vincent meeting at the roof and having conversations and for the first time in beauty and the beast history i felt like the set was really bad and irrelevant to storyline but they were outside on the rooftop and usually looks so good but for some reason tonight, I could just see the paper for the buildings that played New York. I don't know. I just had to share that one with you. And I'm getting all these tweets, and hopefully it's... Almost had a heart attack. Okay, that's... Oh, commentary on the show. Okay. So let's go back. My other moment of spilling the beans was at the precinct when Gabe is 
Gabe is a whole nother topic all on his own. And I'm sure a lot of you BCs at home are ready to strangle him because I wanted to. He's gotten to a point where he's so selfish and nothing is about Catherine. Although he likes to use the excuse that, you know, I'm protecting you and I'm protecting the city and blasey, blasey, blasey. But now you're going to strip her of her badge and then just everything is said so maliciously or at least from my perspective, so maliciously. And um, he's using, you know, obstruction of justice, and I'm trying to protect the city. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, okay, so then he's talking to his captain. And even the captain picks up on his just weird, weird vibes. You can tell he's got something personal going on with this whole situation. Um, but he runs into Heather, and that's my beans number two is here comes Heather, let me talk to you about where my sister is at. And of course he notices the ring first. Sister never noticed the ring. And notices the ring, but I felt like Gabe did a flip switch. For one moment, for one moment, he was old Gabe, old nice Gabe to Heather. And why he thought that putting her life on the line was going to be okay in this episode? I don't know. That's the whole judgment thing that he's starting to lose you know, he goes, and I'm going to skip ahead into the episode when he's going to talk to this victim's brother, the victim by the way that he killed, and he's trying to frame Vincent with. Um, it, don't hurt Heather. Whatever you do, don't hurt her. Dude. Bro, come on. You knew as soon as you gave Heather's name to the gentleman you were speaking with, she was gone. Like, you knew that. So what were you thinking? Regardless, the beans that I'm talking about is the fact that he had told the little sister, oh, by the way, Catherine's suspended, and then he turns around, but I think she should probably be the one to tell you about it. Like, what? What are you doing right now? Um, the other things I wanted to talk about is him catching on to the tables being turned. We go back to season one with a murder that he committed. Very smart. I thought it was very smart of Catherine and Vincent to try to distract him a little bit. It's unfortunate that the captain in charge of everything spilled the beans to Gabe and let him know that Catherine was, you know, investigating a cold case. Gabe's not stupid. He picked that one up. So, again, everybody's telling on everybody without even realizing that they are. And... I thought it was really cool. I thought it was cool to go back to season one. It was, it made sense that they relive the moment of Gabe being a beast because we haven't seen him do that for a while, all the way leading up to the very end of the episode. And we'll talk about that later because I have pictures of that just to go along with what we're talking about. But either way, going back to everything, tables getting turned. We're talking about the old case, this poor guy that gotten murdered Again, involving Heather, you know, when she got herself in the little tussle and Vincent had saved her. And so we're going down that story path and we get to see this witness. I love watching Vincent track. I love that he tracked down the witness. I thought it was weird that the witness's shoe was still at the crime scene. What was this, last year? We know it's season one, so I'm assuming it's been about a year-ish, give or take. And even if it wasn't, it was months, and this dude's ripped-up beastie shoe was still there. Regardless. Um, I love when Vincent tracks. I think it's hot. It's sexy. He did it twice this episode. Another thing is, we saw Vincent beast out. 
When's the last time we've seen that? I think that we've been so caught up in the story and the making this love story happen that can't happen and the fugitive and this, that, and whatever. And my memory could be off. So beasties, please feel free to correct me. But I haven't seen him turn in such a long time. So when he finally made it into the cage and he's with Heather face to face after Heather's already anti, it was nice to see him beast out in front of her only because it just validates the fact that Catherine is saying, look, this is the guy from when I was younger. Like, this really happened, and I'm in love with him, and he's this, and he's that, and he's amazing. And for Heather to just shut her down, and now it's in her face, looking right at her, I was shocked. I will say I was really shocked with the CW and the writers for, like, just releasing all these secrets, if you will, so quickly, especially with Heather. But at the same time, if you think about it, it makes sense because at this point when the writers were making the show, they didn't even know if the show was going to get renewed. So we talked about it last episode as far as them concluding everything. Like, we will have a tiny cliffhanger in the season finale of season two. However, there's going to be a lot of closure because we didn't know there was going to be season three, which, thanks to you guys, we have. So, yeah, I, I, it's very interesting to see how just quickly she's in on the secret she knows about vincent and now all of a sudden the sisters are bonding the moment i really liked about that is the fact that heather stepped back and she apologized and not only did she apologize but she empathized she empathized with her sister for having to hold the secret for so long i couldn't even imagine and then on top of that people thinking she was crazy um so yeah it was really nice i did miss jt jt was not even an inkling in this episode far off somewhere yonder um but while vincent was at jt's house did any of you guys notice that he had a can of gummy worms and i've seen that i'm gonna say at least two other episodes i don't know what they're trying to allude to but it's just a little random detail that i happen to pick up on um i'm gonna refer to my notes a little bit so i hope you guys don't mind seeing as how it is just me myself and i this episode i don't have anybody to debate with all right, so let's talk about, we talked about Gabe. I don't know who else is super upset about him, but I'm getting some tweets right now. So let me check in with you guys and see what y'all are talking about. Let's see. Um, oh, let's talk about Gabe. Let's talk about, thank you, Carrie Bear 09, who may be sleeping right now, <laughs> but for mentioning the fact that when Gabe was about to... Well, first of all, he's part of this whole case. We know that he's finally starting to remember. Apparently, he forgot. Maybe he blacked out when he was beasting last season. But remembering the fact that he did actually kill this gentleman and replaying it in his mind. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say pull up a picture for me, the next picture, because I think if it is in the order that I believe it is. Oh, no, that's okay. We can talk about this. Who doesn't want to talk a little bit about some Vincat action? This was more towards the end of the episode. And I like this. I thought for a moment they were going to have their moment. But of course, a helicopter comes out of nowhere and ruins everything because this wouldn't be Beauty and the Beast if their love was not torn apart constantly. Hopefully we'll get to see more of something. No more hiding. Okay, so let's go to our next picture. Aha, here we go. Here's the lineup. Did not see this one coming. I did not see Gabe getting caught so quickly. But again, wrapping up the season, making sure all the loose ends are tied up. I'm I'm glad that the witness identified him right off the bat. And then what 
really got me, though, is as soon as he did that, and I didn't think it was going to happen this episode, but I knew this guy's a goner. Like, Gabe has lost it. He's on one at this point in time, just no kind of clear thinking at all whatsoever, and he's going after everybody that could stand in his way, including this victim. What I did not see coming was the way he killed this guy. Like, you know, as soon as the guy was in hiding, I already knew that wasn't going to do anything for him. But cleverly written, cleverly done, a little creepy, but when he strangled the victim, right, and he's re-flashing the whole beast moment, I wasn't sure if he was going to physically change again or if he was just going to stay in his mind, which obviously he did, Um, which is just showing that, quote-unquote, once a beast, always a beast. Let's go to our next picture. This is our last picture as far as for the episode goes, right? This, I'm trying to remember, this is actually an old one because this looks like Tom Everett Scott. But what it does show is the fact that Gabe, he just, he won't stop at nothing, you know, to get what he wants. And at this point, I don't even know what he wants. I know that he wants Catherine, but I don't even think he wants her anymore. He is so obsessed with Vincent and getting Vincent for whatever reason that nothing else matters. Heather doesn't matter. Her safety doesn't matter, which I talked about before. Her being in the cage and being locked up and rescued. Thank goodness. Um, there was something else that I had wanted to to bring up. If you'll pardon me, I'm just going to look one more time at my, oh, fallen iPad, at my notes. Um, oh, just elaborate on the victim. I felt really bad for him, too, because you could tell he was so traumatized by everything that had gone on. And Catherine promised. And that's the one thing about being a witness to something. Obviously, people are so worried about being safe. And she promised him that he would be okay. So why then was it that easy for Gabe to find him? There was no, no, no struggle. No, I mean, if there was, they didn't show it. But also too, Gabe got out on his bail that day. Where'd you get the money from? And how much was your bail? Because generally I would think if you were potentially a murderer, it wouldn't be that easy. It's not like a speeding ticket or a DUI, like, that's a pretty big bail, and you got out. Um, let's see where else I wanted to go with this. I don't know. I just, I'm really stuck on the flashback that he did because that was huge. And I don't know. I feel like some of the genes somewhere in there are going to start to mutate. Maybe he thought he was cured and he's not. And we'll see him gone by the end of the, by the end of the season. I, I know I'm getting into prediction territory. So I'm going to back it on up just a little bit. But I did mention the word strength. So with strength comes fitness. With fitness comes Maria Menounos. So I have to bring it up because my fearless leader over here at After Buzz TV has a brand new book that just came out. So you guys check it out. Um, what I love about this book is it's for everybody. We have, I believe, a little promo or do we not have the promo anymore, Phil? And there is silence. I'm going to take that as a no. So I'll just tell you guys a little bit about the book. So what it's about is Maria Menounos at one point in her time, as beautiful and as fit as she is, um, was not in the greatest of shape. She wanted to get a little bit more toned and 
sexy like we all want to do. And so she did it herself. And she's sharing all of her secrets with you guys in her book. So if you get a chance, support her. It supports the AfterBuzz community, which allows us to give you these wonderful after shows. I am getting tweets. So let's talk. Let's chat. Tweet me. Let's talk about something because otherwise... I'm just going to yammer your ears off. All right. So the question is, what did you think of Vincat's rooftop scene? Hotter than the shower scene. Hmm. Yes and no. And this is why. The rooftop scene was nice because it was sweet and it was intimate and emotional. The shower scene was very passionate. But I talked about it last episode. It was really awkward for them to be in the shower with their clothes on. And it wasn't like they were in the shower with their clothes on taking their clothes off. They... We're under the water, fully dressed in long, I think she had long sleeves on, and making it, I, I don't know, it was awkward to me. It could have went somewhere, but it didn't. So, in regards to the rooftop scene, I liked it. Um, I thought it was more loving than sexy, and I would have liked to see where it went. We haven't really seen much of, except for when Kat slept with him earlier and regretted it, we haven't gotten back to the old Vincent and Kat scene a whole lot of the if you will. So hopefully we'll see that more. I mean, we have, what, two more episodes left? They're winding everything down, so I feel like we're going to see a little bit more of that. Rumor has it there's going to be some more JT-centric episodes, so I'm really excited about that. You guys know that I love Tess and I love JT. I'm really sad I didn't get to see a lot of that tonight. Um, with Tess, I like that she's still got cat's back there's still a few moments where i question what she's doing exactly and i know it's for her job this that and whatever but it's still a little weird um but she did come through at the end and thankfully Catherine was not upset with her for sharing her secret uh, i got another question so yay let's see oh no want to know my thoughts and predictions for next week's episode yes i will definitely be talking about predictions pretty soon I feel like because I am the only one here, I may have wrapped this show pretty quickly. I will go back to, I talked about Heather's temper tantrums. I still, I feel like she's very immature, if you will. And she did some growth between season one, season two, at the very, very end when she was having the conversation. And like I said, really empathizing with her sister. I feel like for once, I actually saw an adult and I saw sisters and... I'm thinking that maybe we'll see the, we'll actually see the wedding, which will be weird because here's Heather, who's A, younger than Catherine, B, been dating a guy for clearly less time than her sister and already getting married. Like, when's, when's the, the Vin Cat wedding coming up? Honestly, probably not soon, but it's nice to wish and hope and think. Anyhow, I'm going to take one last glance at my notes and see if I left anything out. If you are watching live, please feel free, excuse me, feel free to tweet me anything that I may have missed. And if not, then I'll get myself into some news and gossip. I'll let the engineer prep for that because I do have a few pictures for that because y'all know I like pictures. Um, I mean, that's pretty much everything. When we talked about the badges getting taken, um, we didn't see a lot of romance. I'll be honest with you. We didn't see a lot of romance going on, but at least Vincat is on a neutral ground to where they're at the same page because there was a lot of jumbled not on the same page going on for most of this season, which as a beastie, I didn't appreciate. 
I understood but didn't appreciate. Um, last thing was just wanted to mention to give a shout out uh, for Cat and Tess. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was a great scene. Fight scene. At the very end when Heather is being rescued and Vincent comes and shows up and he's in the cage. And then here comes Tess and here comes Cat. The two strong women of the show getting down and dirty and kicking boys' butts. That's what I'm talking about. However, I will say the one thing that did strike me as odd is once everything was said and done, and I believe the brother who was avenging his younger brother, I believe his name was Tom. I could be wrong. But at the very end, after Kat killed him, maybe she just didn't realize he was dead, but she picked up, turned his face and smacked him a couple times and said something about, I think she was trying to find Vincent apologize it it left my mind what she was asking but i just thought it was funny because she's talking to a dead guy and she's the one that killed him that was weird anyhow uh if my engineer could please pull up some pictures for news and gossip that would be awesome while those are being pulled up briefly i can tell you in a sentence or two something that's going on for the next episode if you bcs haven't read and i'm sure you have um a little bit about next week so agent knox is about to offer cat and vincent a normal life together And, of course, they're going to be influenced out of, excuse me, uh, but influences out of their control will work against them. Of course, of course, because there's always going to be challenges with the relationship. Now, if you guys can see the picture that's pulled up right now, it is a very old antique looking book. I'm describing it for those of you who are listening to the podcast. And, of course, it's a picture of Vincent and Kat with uh, a dried up rose next to it. This is a picture, I know it's from somebody in Canada. Now, what I'm thinking, because I didn't see a description next to the picture, but this is probably from the old campaign that we did last season when we sent all the books over to the executives over at the CW. But this is just such a beautifully done job, so I wanted to showcase it on the after show. Let's go on to our next picture. Okay, this picture is just for fun, because I know you guys like to see Jay Ryan shirtless, but what I found slightly humorous is the cat that's in the picture. Because I cannot tell if it got photoshopped in or if it's just he's posing half naked with a cat with its mouth open. I have no idea. Anyhow, those are my fun pictures for tonight. I don't know why, for some reason, I thought that I had so many more pictures than that. Um, I have another question coming up. Do you think that they'll finally address Vincent's family in season three? You think he'd want to see his parents? That is an excellent question. And it's something I talked about with Paige earlier on. I said the same thing, and I believe Paige reminded me, and some of you BCs reminded me, that his family is not alive anymore. I know he has a, I believe, was it a cousin? No, a nephew. So I'm not sure why he hasn't bothered to contact him anymore, especially since it came out in the press that he is alive. However, at this point, now that he's a fugitive and he hasn't cleared his name, which will probably happen in season three... I don't know how normal of a life they can have. When you've had that much history, even if you are innocent, people still look at you funny. They still make judgments on you because they may question your innocence. So as far as contacting family or anything like that, yeah, I don't know. I I honestly don't know if that's going to happen. Other things to look forward to in the BC community is we should be getting awesome basis in not this Monday, but next Monday coming in for a Spotlight On. And if you guys are not familiar with Spotlight On, After Buzz TV does this really cool thing where they give you the opportunity to get to know some of your favorite actors and talk about them and their lives and their careers. So it won't be just about Beauty and the Beast. It'll be about Austin in general. And you guys love Austin. I know you do because I do. Um, But yeah, 
So, something to look forward to. Let's get into some predictions, shall we? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, so predictions as we wind down. Uh, I feel like we will see a little bit more because there's going to be a JT-centric episode. I feel like Tess has to be involved in there somewhere, and I don't see anything's going too sour for them. Because, again, everything being written as though it's coming to a conclusion. We saw that that really cool preview for the next episode where they're, it's Vincent and Kat and they're in, somewhere in suburbia. Mm, I don't know how long living the normal lifestyle would last for them. I think that it would be fun and relaxing and exciting at first. And about two weeks later, they're going to get real bored because they're used to just doing stuff. That's my personal opinion. I don't foresee any Beastie Babies. I know we were talking about it on Twitter. It's just too soon. I don't think anything like that would happen. I think if anything came to a close, it would be them getting together. Uh, because there's a season three, I don't think there's going to be a wedding, but maybe a vacation, something far, far away. And that way it gives the opportunity for JT to have more of a storyline with Tess. Gabe, I feel like he's done. Season two, he's done. They're going to write him off of the ep- And if he does come back, it'll be as a flashback. I don't see him coming anywhere. I think that the writers, though, might play a little bit with some of the other characters that have left. And it was an inconclusive leave. Like it was a, I forget who it was that went on the train. Uh, we don't know what happened if they died or if they didn't. So I feel like we're going to see some reoccurring parts come up. I mentioned the wedding. I, I feel like there should be a wedding. And if so, it'd be interesting to see Vincent and Kat at the wedding. That's just my personal opinion. And then I have another tweet coming out. Uh, Ever After is going to be hilarious. Cool. Okay, well, I'm glad that somebody is is giving us some positive notes about what's going on in the future. Um, I think that's it for my predictions. I know that this was a short episode, and it was you listening to me chat all night long, but I appreciate your company and I look forward to talking to you again with our co-host, Laura, next week. So thank you so much. If you want to continue talking to me, you can do it on Twitter at KissMyPassport. And of course, I always talk about my website. If you get a chance, hop on AliCornerBradford.wix.com backslash television host. And until next week, mwah, thank you for joining me. I'll see you then. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 